Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. Blog Talk Radio. Get ready for success. Leadership Strategies for Women is a show dedicated to providing practical and valuable strategies for emerging women leaders of today. It's your time to get inspired, motivated, and challenged to achieve your vision for success. And now, here's leadership speaker and coach, Ellie Nieves. And welcome to Leadership Strategies for Women Radio. My name is Ellie Nieves, and I'm a woman's leadership speaker and coach. I'm also the founder and president of Leadership Strategies for Women. I present seminars and webinars for companies, organizations, and associations that want to develop their emerging leaders into effective managers and executives. I also coach women who want to achieve more both personally and professionally. Through my speaking and coaching programs, I help individuals and organizations to develop leadership skills and set strategic goals that will help them to achieve their vision for success. To learn more, please visit my website at leadershipstrategiesforwomen.com. And our guest is Raleigh Mayer, who is also known as the Gravitas Guru. Raleigh is principal of Raleigh Mayer Consulting, and she's an executive presence advisor and coach, as well as a speaker who specializes in communication, presentation, and leadership development. She's currently a senior fellow at the Logos Institute for Crisis Management and Executive Leadership and on the faculty of Barnard College's newly created Athena Center for Women's Leadership. A frequent lecturer at Columbia University's Master in Business Administration program, Raleigh has served as a coach for New York University's Stern School of Business and has been an adjunct professor of marketing and management at NYU for more than 15 years. Raleigh has counseled and trained scores of business executives serving a wide variety of enterprises, including financial, technology, law, nonprofit, and public interest groups. Raleigh, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Ellie. Delighted to talk with you. So, Raleigh, you have 
quite an impressive background. Can you share a little bit more about yourself other than what I've shared in your bio? Ellie, I'd be delighted. Um, my background is what I like to refer to as a checkered past that ended in championship. I started out as an English major with a theater concentration at the uh, bucolic Middlebury College in Vermont, and I came back to New York City where I was born thinking that I would ultimately end up in a career in journalism, fashion publishing, those were my goals. And uh, interestingly, like many people, my career path uh, changed considerably when I took the first job I was offered, which happened to be with the New York City Marathon. I signed on as their assistant director of event logistics back in the 1980s, and I ended up having three incredible careers in one building for the New York City Marathon organization. I began with event management. I then... uh, segued into managing the membership magazine and editorial publication, and then ultimately was tapped to uh, head the public affairs and public relations function, which allowed me to serve as the spokesperson for the New York City Marathon for several years and handle all the press operations, uh, community relations, and uh, event publicity, which was a fascinating um, a fascinating adventure. Every day was different, and it led to all the things I do today. Wow, what great leadership trajectory. So I'm assuming that you faced some challenges getting to where you are now. So have you um, experienced uh, three challenges that you can share with our listeners that you've experienced striving to attain your personal career goals? Absolutely. When I made the transition from organizational life to uh, independent consulting, there were three things that I really needed to learn and focus on every day. One is the need to sell, promote, and and advocate for oneself, and that's really true for everyone, especially women, whether they're internal with an organization or corporation or whether they're independent like me. Uh, The second thing is to understand the difference between social relationships and business relationships. In other words, it's terrific to make friends, but are you driving business? Are you marketing yourself? Do you have a business agenda Uh, an objective, what I like to call a role and goal for every meeting and interaction, which is not to say you can't make friends and have fun, but if that's your driving uh, motivation, you may miss a lot of opportunity along the way, and you also won't be uh, communicating optimally either. The third thing is, in my profession, working as a corporate consultant and an executive development uh, professional, is understanding, and this is true again for anyone who's internal as well as external, you can make recommendations to your clients, to your customers, to your management, but you really can't require them uh, to take specific action or follow uh, specific courses that you recommend, Uh, courses of behavior, courses of communication, Uh, courses of business decisions, and and that's a tough one for people who think big. So I had to learn to think as a partner rather than a director. Well, that's really great advice. So over time, you've earned the, the title of the Gravitas Guru. What led you to developing this expertise in executive presence? Well, it was a number of things, Ellie. First of all, uh, in my previous role as spokesperson and head of public affairs for the New York City Marathon, every aspect of that uh, position uh, 
caused me and allowed me to focus very specifically on messaging and packaging in terms of both both communication and personal presence. Also what I call now powerful presence, precise communication, and positive reputation and relationship management. And one of the things that that led to in my current uh, uh, incarnation is to note that women not exclusively, but women as group, tend to have trouble understanding how to marry their technical skills and talents with some theatrical or social packaging, that it's very much about the externals and how they portray or how they um, enhance your internals, meaning it isn't all about the content. And there's a a very well-established formula that I use in almost all of my business coaching consulting interactions, which is this, 55, 35, and 10%. And what those numbers add up to, I'm sure you know this from your work with our mutual colleague, Fred Garcia, um, are how we make impressions, how people make judgments about us, how people's opinions are formed. And 55% in any given interaction is going to be visual. 35% is going to be tonal, meaning how we come across vocally. Again, not the content, that's the 10%, but how our voices carry, how they engage, entertain, or bore, or intimidate or alienate people. And that's a big thing for anybody to grasp, and women especially, sometimes because we are the minority uh, in a professional setting, sometimes we are new to a certain leadership level, and sometimes because our emotions can get the better of, of us, we need to really be aware of that packaging, the visuals, the vocals, before we can effectively deliver content. Love that, love that. It reminded me of the movie Iron Lady and how the main character had to develop her vocal skills before she would be taken seriously before the legislature. So I think that's an excellent example. That's correct. And, you know, for those who say this isn't fair, well, maybe it isn't. But um, most of the professional landscapes, whether that's corporate, governmental, organizational, have been created and established by men. So until we get further along um, in business history, uh, we're going to need to some degree to adapt to the tribe, as I like to say, and uh, to take advantage of opportunities to be strategic, to uh, experiment, to get practice, or to get some guidance in terms of coaching, training, or coursework to uh, expand our toolkit and then um, customize to the particular audience or circumstance to give ourselves the uh, optimal success uh, opportunities. That's great. So, Lali, you wrote a great article called, uh, or titled, Getting to Gravitas. And in that article, you emphasized how important it is for women to develop executive presence. So you gave us a really great formula uh, for why that is. But ultimately, what do you think really pulls it all together for a woman? Well, you really have to um, have all those three components working for you. So number one, you've got to be smart and you've got to have the skills. But for women specifically, we need to learn as a group to take risks more, to experiment with different behaviors, to really stretch the boundaries of what's comfortable for us. And this is something that men often learn, women too, but 
mostly men as a population often learn either on the sports field or in the military to go for a goal, look at an end result, rather than worrying too much or getting bogged down too much in procedurals or details or concern um, with uh, feelings and and personal relationship management. That's not to say uh, you shouldn't be friends, allies, partners with your colleagues and customers and clients, but you should look at an end result rather than a process. And also mastering emotion because women are emotional creatures. There's lots of neuroscience that points to the fact, even though we're all on a spectrum, if you will, in terms of style and and personality, but women as a group tend to be more emotional. We tend to feel more intensely. We tend to be much more intuitive and perceptive. And interestingly, there's some new research out there, very fascinating stuff. Uh, It's called The Athena Doctrine. It's a new book that's been published that says going forward into the next century, business success is going to require the engagement and the leveraging of those more typically female skills, the empathy, the intuition, and relationship management. But for women to be successful today and to reach those levels, we also need to be extremely strategic, extremely um, ambitious, and extremely uh, goal-oriented in terms of the end result and achievement uh, of our efforts. And when I say ambitious, I know that's uh, a very loaded term for people. We get into the, is it uh, aggressive or assertive? Is there a double standard? Well, yes, there is. And sometimes women do need to soften their approaches a bit to be more palatable, not only to men, but to other women as well. But I say... If you can be, again, strategic, if you can be creative, if you can be very nuanced about the way you engage in given situations with specific audiences, well, we have the best of both worlds because we can borrow some styles and skills uh, that the men demonstrate, but we also have a huge reservoir of natural abilities that don't come so easily to many men in terms of that relationship management and and that empathy um, and uh, variety of expressions. Great. So... Let's say a young emerging woman leader is trying to develop executive presence. Where can she start? Where can she start to get that gravitas? Well, first, Ellie, uh, gravitas begins with self-awareness. We really need to know how we excuse me, come across individually. And how do we do that? Well, first of all, you can do a lot with a smartphone. You can record yourself. You can watch yourself in a mirror. You can pay really close attention to how you present yourself um, personally in terms of image. Are you current in terms of your look, but are you powerful in your look? And I'm talking about uh, women who may not realize they're either showing too much skin or dressing in a way that might be perceived as more social than businesslike, or simply not dressing in a powerful manner. And a jacket is typically the power piece for women, whether men wear shirt sleeves or not. For women, it's often helpful, especially younger women who need to give that uh, impression of more structure and more uh, more seasoning and sophistication. You want to choose your outfits carefully. Um, a second piece of that self-awareness going uh, more internally is understand how you do typically engage and react to things. And you are often uh, well-served 
to uh, do this with a colleague who will ruthlessly and brutally give you her opinion, which is a tough thing to find in women, which is often why women benefit from working with coaches, because as I like to say, uh, we'll tell you what your best friend won't. And sometimes that has to do with vocal manner. Does a woman have upward inflection? What's upward inflection? It would sound like this. Hi, Ellie. I'm Raleigh Mayer, and I'm really excited to be on your radio podcast. Now, I'm caricaturing, and I'm making uh, you know, a bit of fun, but so many women have voices that sound tentative, questioning, the opposite of powerful, and again, contrasted with men who typically do not have that habit, it can make us look very insubstantial and, um, and, and very unbusinesslike. Uh, the third thing is, we need to be strong communicators. So there's the packaging, there's the emotional, which often involves the vocal management. Some women speak too fast or ramble on. And really that's the communication piece. We need to learn to speak in headlines. Again, this goes back to the messaging. What's the one thing or the three things you need your audience to know, not only for a formal presentation, but even speaking up in a meeting? And are you willing to speak up in a meeting? Because it doesn't matter if you have the best idea if you're waiting to be called on to ask for it. And I often find that a lot of women, again, men too, but women more frequently, carry um, a permission policy over from their youth, whether that's a family dynamic or an academic setting, where in a sense they're waiting to be called on or waiting for permission to speak. And women need to understand the time to speak up is now, as long as you're not taking up all the airtime in the room. If you have an idea, if you have an opinion, if you have a recommendation, put it out there. And don't start with, this is just an idea, but... Um, it's only my opinion, or you might have thought of this already, or I realize we don't have the budget. So if you hear those disclaimers, as I call them, you're already shooting yourself down before anybody's had a chance to hear what you've come up with or recommended or uh, can add to the conversation. So women need to recognize that a lot of these habits, even using words like I think, um, words that are typically teenage, like, kinda, sorta, they really, really do have an impact, a subliminal impact, but a powerful impact. And again, when we look at the whole roster, remember that 55, 35, 10, the uh, visuals, the external packaging, the vocals, and the content, you have to have it all working together. So you need to look powerful and polished. You need to sound assertive and confident, and you need to structure your communication in the most effective and strategic way. Great. So, Raleigh, how can our listeners get in touch with you? They are very welcome to contact me by phone, 212-678-2041, by email, rm at raleighmayer, R-A-L-E-I-G-H-M-A-Y-E-R.com, or please look at my website. You can find me there as well, www. Raleigh Mayer, R-A-L-E-I-G-H-M-A-Y-E-R dot com. And I would look forward to uh, starting the conversation. That's great, Raleigh. Thank you so much for taking the time today to share about yourself as well as sharing some very important strategies and insights that are going to help our listeners to get to Gravitas. Well, I'm delighted, Ellie. I'm I'm here to uh, to wave the Gravitas banner, and I can help with getting to Gravitas. And my motto is, if you get to Gravitas, you can have it all. That's great. 
So to all of our listeners, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to visit my website at leadershipstrategiesforwomen.com where you'll find my podcast as well as recent and relevant articles that will help you take your career to the next level. Until next time, God bless. Thank you, Ellie. God bless. Hello, and welcome to Leadership Strategies for Women Radio. My name is Ellie Nieves, and I'm a woman's leadership speaker and coach. I'm also the founder and president of Leadership Strategies for Women. I present seminars and webinars for companies, organizations, and associations. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.